Hey everyone, welcome back to Triple Threat. This is Adam Summers coming to you live from my own living room. And uh, I have a special guest with me today. This is Megan Olsop. Hello. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Forrest Gump. And um, uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Forrest Gump is a 1994 film starring Tom Hanks and Sally Field. Uh, surprisingly, Sally Field is only a couple years older than Tom Hanks, but, you know, the magic of makeup and stuff like that. And um, since, uh, Megan, since you watched it last night, why don't you give them a description about what the movie's about? Oh, um, well, I mean, honestly, the, the thing is, it's a lot of things in the movie. It's, it's, it's a story of Forrest Gump's life, which I I'd mentioned to you earlier, but it... Um, I really thought he was a person at first for a second. Like for years, I never looked it up. But then, um, yeah, so watching it and trying like going over for like review and stuff, it was like, I was like, this, ha- this has to be a person. I was like, it's probably like, it's someone actually that had lived and um, it really wasn't. So uh, it was vaguely, possibly inspired by um, a war veteran, I guess. But um yeah, it's a story of Forrest Gump's life, and I think it's pretty like dynamic. So I, I think it's really believable that it, it could have been a person. But um, yeah, I guess they were saying it was like vaguely inspired by something, possibly. <laughs> well, it's a very, it's a very powerful story. Yeah, like it's one of the, I think it's one of those films where it's like the concept is simple, yet it has a but a, a great impact, especially like the historical events, oh, like yeah. um, how uh, while you know 1994, the visual effects probably don't look like that intense to us but the fact that they were able to put him in like you know the historical events of like john f kennedy and all that stuff like very um very creative for the time oh yeah the the war the um let's see what he um the black panther party and stuff all that you know the the all the things that go with war so all the intense stuff that was going on at the time um, I like that they threw in Elvis and stuff in there. Yeah. So you have your Elvis stuff in here and everything. I was like, oh, perfect. So we we'll go over Elvis in a little bit because uh, he he met Elvis there for a little bit. But, he, you know, he was like, he didn't know who he was. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, like he was just some guy that rented a room at mama's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there you go. Here's a room and, and he ends up being one of the most famous people of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Forrest Gump was a winner of six Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and Tom Hanks won uh, Best Oscar two years in a row, um, the year before for Philadelphia, and then Forrest Gump the next year, and he's actually the only actor to achieve that. Did you know that? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no actor since has won uh, Best Actor two years in a row. Nice. So, what are your thoughts on... Um, the relationship between Jenny and Forrest Gump. Um, again, like, it seems like it's such a real story because like, it's so like, it's kind of, it's very push and pull with them. Um, definitely. But like, uh, I think a lot of people didn't like that. You know, they're like, every time I heard somebody mention, you know, something about them, it would be like, a, Oh, you know, it, Jenny was bad for Forrest and, you know, and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, but I think a lot of people gloss over that Jenny came from, like, I don't remember if the story was, like, her dad sexually abused her or just abused her or what, but, like, she just 
um, you know, she had a very bad home life. I think they, so, I interrupted my bad. I think they did a good job at um, hinting at that without explicitly, right? you know? Yeah. Like, like when you're younger and you watch the movie, you don't really get it. But when you're older yeah. and there's that scene, it's like, oh, this is what happened. Right. You know? So it's yep. like, you do feel sorry for her. Um, but people don't think about it. And I think, I think that's what is, like you're saying, like it makes it a really good thing to kind of show because like, that's an outside view. Uh -huh. Like that's how most people will see somebody else's life. And so they might not understand that that's where she came from and really think about it. But, you know, that's, that's how it is for most people. You know, like, oh yeah, you know, I had a bad home life, but they don't know. Mm -hmm. So they don't really give you the credit for any of that stuff. So I think if you look into that aspect of it, it probably makes sense why she became a drug addict during that, uh, during that time when exactly. they, when she they, was, yeah, yeah, she was, uh, you know, she was sexually promiscuous, mm. but, uh, she was also had that whole escapism too. So like, you know, she was constantly like sleeping with guys or, you know, trying to put herself out there and then she tried to get her music career and stuff. And, you know, shoot, that's a lot of people that I know personally, I'm like, Hey, <laughs> like, you know, that, that, that that's very real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think towards the um, one scene that I really like in the film that was like really, uh, it was simple, but it had a good impact of towards moving forward with the film is when he goes to visit her in college in the mm -hmm. beginning of the film. And he thought that she was uh, being hurt, but it's like really that, that she was trying to, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it's like, I, I understand that he doesn't understand, but I think that Jenny could have gone about that in a different way. That was the whole film, though. That's why uh, people didn't like their relationship. Because every time he saw Jenny, he just was kicking some, you know, jerk's butt. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I think that she could have done better at trying to explain that it's like, no, I wasn't, I wasn't getting hurt, you know. But then you also have to take into consideration: would he, would he understand that? Um. Well, she said that 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 instance. She did say like. She was like, hey, you know, what's wrong? You don't do that. You shouldn't, you know, whatever. But uh, um, she did defend him, too, though. She's like, he doesn't understand. She's like, hey, you know, you know, she wasn't uh, she wasn't happy about the situation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's where um, I think that's where the controversy comes into is because like with him being as he is. And then later she has a kid by him and all that stuff. People were wondering like, oh, she took it too far. And like, you know, she, you know, she didn't see him in that light because through the whole movie, she kept telling him that they, you know, she um, cared about him. But I know at some point she was like, you don't know what love is for. You know, it was a very uh, torrid kind of a uh, uh, very complicated relationship. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of con controversy, I think, in all the concept there. But um I mean, I guess that would be kind of like a, if you think about it, like, would you consider somebody that has a lot of traumatic experiences um, in the same realm of like needing care as somebody that would, you know, have like a, like a, a MRDD type thing? Like, you know, mm -hmm. like they're equally uh, very challenging issues, just different realms. You know what I mean? I think the movie does a good job at um, like, you don't, explicitly know what Forrest has, but it's like they do right. a good job at showing that he's not like everybody else. Like, but I I appreciate that they don't exactly make fun of it. 
you know it's like you you can oh, tell that yeah. he's different but they they make sure that his character is respected well i guess my 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 view is a little different on it because um he uh i think the whole movie is how you know he he's constantly um he's constantly getting past those hurdles because there's a lot of people that basically disrespect him in the movie or they or um they just think lower of him and stuff or you know stuff like that but he has a lot of um he has a lot of um sorry um i guess Well, I'm trying to find the word here now. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. See, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, there we go. Yeah, I was problems. trying to keep talking about. I'm like, where'd you go? <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Uh, but yeah, That's uh, why I ADHD. Was, I know, but then I lost my thought. ADHD. <laughs> yeah, no, I can relate to that. Are you able to pause this at all ever, or does it just keep going? It just keeps going. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to start it. over. That's what I was. I was trying to look for a pause button. I was like, man, and, yeah, no yeah. pause button. Ah. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to um, bring my whole setup sometime. I have a nice microphone and stuff because yeah, it's. I think that would be easier to record and stuff. Then we could pause and all that stuff, and I could edit stuff for it if you like. So, yeah. but um, oh, uh, I was uh. It's better if you're in front of me now. I got my train of thought going. Okay. Um, uh, he uh, he was disrespected in some cases and stuff, mm-hmm. um, subtly for the most part. But yeah, I think they did a, a a great job showing that how his life was um uh good as well. And I think that's the the main point of Forrest Gump. I feel is that like you know through adversity and stuff, he he uh, remained a good person and he uh still got to do a lot of phenomenal stuff um just you know despite his um challenges and everything i think it's great how in the movie he just ends up being in all these historical events <laughs> just by like it's like okay well now i'm here now i'm there and um let's let's talk about um how do you think force's relationship with uh, lieutenant dan um how do you think that what do you think the effect it had on the movie? Do you think that Lieutenant Dan was a better character than Jenny, or do you think that there was kind of equality between the um, the intensity of the characters? Um, they're both uh, unique characters. Um, I guess I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'd say like he was better or worse than Jenny. I guess, but uh, he was definitely a different aspect of Forrest's life, you know. So he was like, you know, more of his friend. Jenny, I think, definitely had more of an impact because, you know, he, he genuinely cared and loved for her and wanted to be with her. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she she very much was like, no, we can't do that and stuff. And and by the end of it, you know, she ended up having a kid and he was there for her as she passed. But um, so I think she had much more importance in the character's life. Uh, me personally, I think they both are just good characters. Um I think uh, Lieutenant Dan brings a lot more like humor to it <laughs> because you know, I was like, Lieutenant Definitely. Dan, you ain't got no legs, you know. Like, <laughs> have, have you seen the YouTube video where it's just uh, it's just for saying Lieutenant Dan? They managed to splice it all together where it's just him saying Lieutenant Dan. 
Oh, just all the Lieutenant Dan's? Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. And you, tr- you try to count all of them, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm losing count over here. <laughs> um, I, I think... I think they did Bubba wrong. Oh, no. I think that they could have maybe had... Maybe they could have continued to keep him in the movie. Because he was just trying to be a nice friend to Forrest. Yeah, he was genuinely a really good friend to Forrest and stuff. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and they could relate on a level to where, like, you know, it was very, um, like, uh, you know, with the challenges they both had, they're kind of, you know, it was an easy relationship for them. Yeah. I I I wish that they had better explanation as to how Bubba just ended up in the army. I mean, like if he came from a if he came from a family where it's like they were like making shrimp and stuff like that, they obviously would have probably had a a little bit of money behind them or something like that, but uh it's just Oh no. Like, um know. remember he was saying they were small time. Like his his mom just cooked the the food and his dad was um, I don't remember if they said they just got a boat or if they had the boat but you know it was a small time thing like very um you know mm. um, bones crew type thing where like you know it's uh, bare bones like you know it's just a few people basically his family so um, they were probably just scooting by you know definitely so and then he got enlisted I remember he was saying he was trying to buy a boat so. Yeah. And then, you know, they were kind of like scooped him up. Yeah. Um, I think what makes this movie even better and probably more impactful is the soundtrack of the film. I mean, you you admit, this film has probably one of the best movie soundtracks of all time. Yeah, I didn't didn't go over it much. I know that, you know, it has a a few different things in there, but I, I can't remember all of what is in there, though. I mean, there's like, I think that, uh, when it comes to songs of like uh, the 60s and 70s American culture that uh, I think they did a pretty accurate representation of uh, songs from that time, you know, uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, The Doors, uh, Leonard Skinner, I don't know, like... uh, Uh, There's a lot of big hitters. Yeah, like... Every time I see the soundtrack of the store, I think about getting it, but then it's like, well, it's like, do I want to spend this much on a soundtrack where I already have half these songs and right. other other areas, other sources? Um, right. But it's actually one of the few film soundtracks where they used almost every song in the film. Because if you, if you watch a movie, you notice maybe like half of the songs that are in the movie right. they don't have in the soundtrack. But I mean, they, all, they almost managed to get every song into the into the soundtrack yeah well there is a lot of like montage kind of stuff in there so yeah i mean that works out so yeah that, but it makes it great because i don't know if you could really get away with a lot of like montage type stuff for like other movies you know like yeah. they did a good job like doing that in forrest gump like you know just kind of really explaining his life and everything well they do a good job with the pacing in the film as well yeah. like um you don't feel like the I don't really consider it a long movie, but it's it's not a short movie, you know, it's kinda like just right there yeah, in between. Average. And I think that the pacing is really good because like in the first fifteen minutes, um, you know, there's the 
his childhood and then it's like he ends up uh going off to college i'm pretty sure that's like uh you know put in like the first 15 to 20 minutes of the film yeah i could be wrong but yeah like, I'm pretty, yeah but sure. to go that far in the first 15 to 20 minutes like that's a good um that's a good stretch of time right there you know um and i think that it also has the ability of like the I, I like how in the beginning of the film where when he, he picks up the feather and he just puts it in the suitcase, it's like that one simple thing is a driving force for the entire film because in the end of the film, that feather is still there. And oh, yeah. I think that it's, I think it's a good representation of how, um, how there's art and story behind the film. Oh because. yeah, they wrapped it up nice. Yeah. The, the uh, beginning and end uh, really went together well. Kind of like, um, yeah. Uh, well, because he started on the bench, didn't he? He started. He started mm-hmm. on the bench. Yeah. And then he ended on a bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, he Diff- just a uh, different bench, but still bench. Yeah. yeah, but I like how he. Uh, he seemed really at peace and happy, though, at the end, um, yeah. sitting on the bench. Though he was, he was very like, oh yeah, you know, and and at, and you know, the the very famous quote is, "Life's like a box of chocolates; you never know what you're gonna get." Which is very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can apply that to literally anyone because you really don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like once you get to a certain point of the film. It doesn't feel like a film anymore. It really just feels like life itself. Right. And I feel like maybe that's another reason why the film is so is so great because it's like you this is this is real life. It's not it's not really over dramatized for Hollywood. They kind of just keep it mm-hmm. simple. I mean, yeah, there's a couple moments, you know, but like they keep it simple yeah. enough to where it's like it is relatable. Like this is this is somebody's life. This isn't like Oh yeah, it's it's and yeah, like the dialogue and stuff. It's very real. It's not like you know, it's not. It's definitely not overcomplicated. But I think that's what. Um, yeah, and again, I think that's you know, the air of the movie is you know that that's kind of Forrest Gump's uh, whole perspective. You know, it's good. He's he would be a, a good, uh, uh, I guess, like example for like what is like like a yogi or whatever stuff like that like you know be in the present moment you did like he's he's basically the whole thing he's just like whatever's in front of me i'm doing it like you know when he was in the army they're like he's like forrest gump you are a god dang genius why did you do that why did you uh you know put together that gun so fast he goes you told me to yeah you you told me to drill sergeant goes oh my gosh you're gonna be a general someday he's like all right (laughs) yeah Um, yeah definitely um, I think one of the things that a lot of people overlook is um, the bus driver in the beginning of the film is the same bus driver in the end of the film. I was I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I mean, well, they made her look a little different, but it's like just those little details and stuff like that. I feel like really um, just connect the whole film. Well, was, um, and that was a a school bus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say that the I think through all the all the stuff that happened in the movie, like all the crazy ups and downs and all that stuff, yeah. I think the saddest part ever 
is when he was like, is he like me? I was like, oh, I was like, oh, my God. That, that was a sweet was part, like, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I'm going to go cry. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like, so, because, you know, like, his mom kept telling him his whole life, you know, you're not different. But, and throughout the movie, you kind of felt like he didn't really, you know, I got the impression that he didn't really, you know, he just did what he did. He's like, oh, you know, I'm just doing what I'm doing. But then, you know, yeah. when he realized he has, you know, a child, he's like, oh, no, is he like me? I was like, oh, he knew the whole time. And he just, you know, and he just, you know, you're yeah. like, oh. he did have the struggle. He just didn't really necessarily show it or say anything about mm -hmm. it. He's just like, well, mama says. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a prime example that no matter how somebody is, that they can still have a great life regardless, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, right. Like, they can just, yeah, it, it, it's very much, uh, I think, honestly, it's like when he, I think that's the, what he kind of shows with, like, Lieutenant Dan, you know, because yeah. he's, like, he's real positive and stuff, and, like, Lieutenant Dan has, like, a real spiraling moment where, because he just, he started off good, remember, when he met yeah. him, he was like, yeah, you know, he was, he was happy, and then he lost his legs, and he got... Mm -hmm that downward spiral of the, you know, the whole vet thing and stuff. And, um, you know, when he, he ended up seeing him later and everything and Lieutenant Dan was doing better, but you know, it, it's like, uh, it was endearing because, you know, you kind of saw Lieutenant Dan's face be like, man, you know, you're just like, you're so happy, you know, he's, he, and so I think Forrest was really good to keep Lieutenant Dan like up in spirits. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, um, going on with um lieutenant dan i just lost my freaking train of thought there yeah. um <laughs> hold on lieutenant dan okay you know what we'll get back to that in a second um <laughs> while i try to think of lieutenant dan yeah um let's see here um so do you think that do you think if forrest gump was made today it would be the same or do you think that people would like overlook it um i mean i think it would be a good movie but at the same time i don't remember if they even had like much of a controversy over you know tom hanks playing somebody that was of like you know he was like yeah. mrdd mm -hmm. um i don't which i don't i don't know if that's the technical term now because i think it changes so much but i'm just gonna stick with that for for the podcast but okay. um uh yeah so for somebody like him he uh i think because they they had a i can't remember his name but he was like from like malcolm in the middle and like you know breaking bad and stuff and i think he played a character that was like um he he didn't have use of his legs i don't remember if he was i think he was just like paraplegic i don't think he was quadriplegic but i think they there was like a, a brother for a second that like oh well he wasn't actually like that way so you should have got somebody that you know but i'm like the whole point is that he's an actor, right? Who were you referring to? So, I can't remember his name, but he's like he was the he was uh, Walter White. Walter White. Oh, okay. I I hear the guy's name in my head, but I right. I, I can't think of it at the moment. It's I, there. The the, the <laughs> dude from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Um. But yeah, I know they, that was kind of a controversy for a minute. But I'm like, why? Why is everybody so mad about an actor doing their job? Like, you know, there's there's method acting but i don't think the guy's gonna break his legs for you know a role you know what i mean i mean like, i think the only person that would go that far would be shia labeouf yeah <laughs> i mean the dude took out know, his own teeth plenty, for a freaking movie <laughs> there's a um a lot of actors that yeah went against their health a lot like uh i know um 
Matthew McConaughey got real skinny and mm-hmm. like sickly looking. I know uh, um, Christian Bale's really good at that. Yes, 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 yes. I was, yeah. yep. He is. Yep. There's a lot of them that get real sick. I know, I know, uh, uh, it was a girl interrupted. I know that, um, that was a great film. It, yeah. I know, um, oh gosh. See, I feel like terribly old now because like I'm forgetting their names. Um, the main, well, not the main character, but you know, the, the one that had the blonde hair. The one that had the blonde Uh, Angelina Jolie? Yeah. See, it's terrible. I've, like, 10 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, like, she was, like, real big, but now it's, like, if I feel like she just kind of, like, dwindled off a little bit. Like, she was real big. She kind of did, though, didn't she? I don't think yeah. she's really done anything big since the last Maleficent. Right. You know? But, uh, well, she's got kids and stuff yeah. and everything, but, yeah, she, um, she, I mean, she about went nuts, you know? She yeah. was, like, you know, she was really into the role, and she was like, yeah, I about went crazy. <laughs> I think yeah. she did a little bit, like, you know, she just kind of got unhinged. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, I think um, getting back to another good part in the film, I, I think is when um, Forrest is just happens to be in the Watergate Hotel, and he's like, "But there's a lot of flashlights over on the other side." And then it's like, "Well, Nixon resigned." You know, I think how they were able to incorporate that into the film was um, was good. It. I think it's genius how they managed to just put a lot of these historical events just randomly in the film, and yet it worked because I feel like it wouldn't well, work with another film. Um, I did have a th- I thought about that because it was because it, it's not like it was it was truly like a person's perspective, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, but he he is his own main character of a story, you know. Like everybody, like you're always around you. You're the main character of your story, but. You know, it, it, in Forrest Gump, it just seems like, you know, oh, well, this is this is his life. You know, he just happened to be there at that time, you know. And so, like, you know, it, it incorporated it well. And, uh, yeah, and it yeah. it uh, it seems almost, uh, well, it is fictional, but it it, it uh, almost seems real, too, at the same time. Because you're like, well, um, he did have connections like Jenny and Lieutenant Dan and stuff that were very involved in stuff at the time, like, you know, the war and then. Jenny was very hippie, so he got both sides of everything. So he was there and knew people through both sides, really, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So <laughs> that scene in um, where he just happens to be in the middle of the protest and Jenny runs through the water, um, I I went there and I've seen that in person. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was fourteen. I actually tried to run up the Lincoln Memorial and I got I got winded <laughs> about halfway. It was like. There's a lot of steps. Oh <laughs> just a lot right. of steps. Uh, let's see. Um, so, scene I want to ask about if you think it would have worked if they did it differently. Well, two scenes actually. Oh. The uh, the scene with the Black Panther party. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think that, that was hilarious? Though I mean, <laughs> do you think that there's a way they could have done that scene differently, or do you think that it was it was fine the way it was? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I know that within any group, there's going to be like, um, people that are, you know, not the greatest. Uh, but, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, when, you know, something grows and gets out of hand and stuff and it is not quite what it was 
meant to be in the first place, I think is kind of where I see that one guy that was like yelling at force. Like they're all very passionate and that's why they formed and everything. Mm -hmm. But like that guy was really like yelling at force and force. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, he's just like, I don't know. So like, he kind of came at him and stuff, but yeah. I know for the most part, um, it almost painted it like, you know, it was, they, they painted him as like passionate, but they also painted him as like, you know, very almost ill will, you know, because like that dude, like, you know, this again, like I was saying, like, he's always showing up and like, he's always like defending Jenny and kicking some guys, butt, but that one guy smacked Jenny. Yeah. And he was like, Hey, don't do that. But I did love how the fact that like all the black Panthers just were like, Oh, and just kind of like let it fly because he's like, he was like, sorry, I got into a fight at your Black Panther party and he yeah. just left. And <laughs> so right. I thought that was pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I know the intensity was supposed to be there, but I think they could, probably could have done it a little better with a little more finesse. But, um, you know, it was a very um, passionate time and a very um, passionate cause and everything and stuff. So, you know, it, I think it could have been shot a little better, but. It was still good. It ended on a very humorous note, so I think that's what wrapped it up really nice. Yeah, I think I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying we need to reform the Black Panthers. That's definitely not what I'm no. saying. I am <laughs> no, not no, racist. No, no. We're not racist. No, um, but I think that as a society, we need to go back as to standing up more for what we believe in to to better the world. Oh yeah, um, I think it's hap I think it is happening. Actually, I can I can have a a whole podcast on that, I think. I mean, because especially with Gen Z and stuff, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of things that I um, actually am getting involved in and um, hear about all the time about like making the world a better place. And so it's, it's more of a quiet um, thing, but at the same time, it's, it's not because um, there's a lot of people that are uh, recognizing how bad, at least since we live in America,